We're momming today with Krista Pitts, the co-creator of Elf on the Shelf, along with her mom and twin sister. It's a family tradition that has set a new modern day tradition. Krista, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So Elf on the Shelf, back at my house. I ha- <laughs> you know, I-, I have to admit, I have to get more creative in where I put him. Um, but just tell us the story of how this all began. Well, naturally, he flies back from the North Pole. Naturally. So there's lots and lots of spots that you're going to find him. But, you know, it started with a family tradition in our own home. So when we were growing up, myself, my sister, and my brother, we had an elf, and his name was Fisby. And Fisby had actually been with my mom when she was growing up. So it was their family's elf, and he sat on the tree. And, of course, my grandmother would say, you better, you know, watch out. That elf is watching. You know, he's going to talk to Santa. And that's really where the root of it began. And then as each of us grew up and started lives and families of our own, we realized that this tradition was not something that other people were doing in their homes and they weren't celebrating it like we did. And we loved it so much. It was such a part of our Christmas. And my sister had her first child and wanted to do this same thing in her home, but obviously she couldn't take the elf that belonged to my parents with her. So that's really the root of where it began. And that's the start of the seed of what ultimately became the elf on the And shelf. where are you now? Uh, we are in terms of uh, people who have adopted elves or <laughs> in, in terms way. of the business, how many you've sold the franchise that it's become. Yeah. So we've got over 19 million elf on the shelf and elf pets that have been adopted around the world. And of course, that number is growing by the second, especially this time of year, which is really nice to know that this tradition and all of the traditions that we've built are are continuing. We've got about 100 full-time employees that work for Santa directly all year long, just so we can deliver on the season. And we are present in five continents and 17 countries. Congratulations, really. Um, For me, it's more about bribery. (laughs) Um, The elf is watching what you're doing, Ray and MJ and Celia. You know, when you're good, um, you know, the the elf reports that back to Santa Claus. Um, My son is a little bit scared of the elf. He's three and a half. But he touched it, and my daughter got so upset. She she wrote him a note. She apologized, and she she, um, took out her magic wand and put a spell on him so he would move again. And he did. Oh, that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of tricks. Um, Apparently singing Christmas carols also works. Ah. Sprinkling a little cinnamon or sugar around them can also be helpful. So it sounds like the magic wand was all that was needed. An apology, a letter, a a magic wand. we're, We're good to go. My problem is I forget sometimes in the middle of the night to move him. So I don't have time yeah. to like set up a really creative spot. And then I go on like Instagram and I see, you know, my friend had her elf on the shelf sitting around a candle, like kind of, I guess, um, uh, um, melt, uh, making s'mores. You know, she kind of uh-huh. recreated that scene. And I was like, darn, that's good. I just have to remember to do it at night. What are some of the best recreations that you've seen? Oh, there are so many. <laughs> now, obviously, we've actually had to remind families that elves do not fly near any fire sources. Thank not you. Not on top, not on light bulbs, not candles. We have to be careful uh, not to burn them. 
and have to send them to the real ER. Um, but, you know, some of the funnest and, and most, I think, creative of the ideas I've seen, um, obviously, the freezer is an excellent spot because they miss the cold of the North Pole. Oh, right. Uh, that was super creative. Um, we've seen a lot of breakfast oriented ideas I thought were really cute. Um, you know, at one point I've seen, you know, people take the Rice crispy boxes and the elf is poking its head through that um, as part of the trio. We actually have our own cereal now. And what I thought was really clever and fun. What's it called? Is, um, well, it's called the Elf on the Shelf cereal. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> There are two flavors. There's a vanilla um, cupcake, and then there's also a hot cocoa. And the hot cocoa is exclusive at Walmart. So if you're looking for that flavor, you'll have to go there to get it. But what I thought was amazing is the front of the box has images of the actual Scout elves. And I've seen families like poke the head of their elf through those boxes. So you can't really tell if it's like real or if it's the box, but it's kind of funny. And cute. So that's a good idea as well. Is it so vanilla cupcake sounds like um, a cavity cereal? Is it a cereal that kids will eat or is it more healthy or kind of in between? Well, I know they've reduced the sugar content in all of the cereals, but if we're going to just throw it out there, it's not the healthiest, but it is the tastiest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, who, who cares? I, I buy Lucky Charms, Guil- guilty as charged. Um, oh, I love the Lucky Charms. <laughs> Huge fan. Um, I'm not pretending to uh, not ever give my kids sugar because I do every day, multiple times a day. It's bribery, I'm telling you. Um, (laughs) Krista, you've also secured a multi-year deal with Netflix to develop content around Elf on the Shelf. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah, happy to. Um, So this year, all of four of our current animated specials are on Netflix, which was an incredible partnership because this is the first time they've all had one singular home together. In the past, they've been in a couple of different places. We've been on CBS. We've had some on TNT. And so it's really nice now to have a true home for all of them, for people who want to get in the Christmas spirit and watch those specials. So those are on Netflix. And then secondarily, we now have a partnership with them where they are creating original content for us. And that will be coming in the years to come. And that's from preschool programming all the way through to major motion pictures. Awesome. More questions for you, Krista, uh, and we will take a short break now. We'll be back on We're Momming Today right after this. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. We're back on We're Momming Today with Krista Pitts, creator of The Elf on the Shelf. Um, I hear there's live experiences across the country that pertain to the character. Yes, we actually have two. We have one that is a traveling Broadway-esque musical. In fact, it was in the Atlanta area last night, and myself and my mom and my sister were able to attend. It's absolutely magical, and the musical focuses on a group of scout elves. First of all, they go to scout elf school so that they know what to do when they get to your home. It's a whole training exercise. And then it really follows the fact that, you know, families do struggle this time of year as well. And there's a really heartwarming story that weaves in how the elf on the shelf 
gets its name, how it visits a family, how it can make a difference during the holidays and bring a little bit of joy, even in those tough times. And it's all original songs, all original score, really just a heartwarming, magical, beautiful way to experience the holidays. And then we have the Elf on the Shelf Magical Journey. That is an immersive experience, lights, a whole story throughout two locations. That's available in the Dallas market and also in Los Angeles. Okay. You sound like you're having fun. Oh, my gosh. I have the best job in the world. I work for Santa Claus. Everyone who works here does. It's Christmas 24-7, 365 days a year. If you come here, there's Christmas trees up in June. We've got, you know, Christmas music on all of the voicemail systems. It's really just a magical place to be. And if you have to make a living doing something, it's pretty awesome to be somewhere where it's magical. <laughs> where, where is that actually? Where are you? Where are you headquartered? Our headquarters are in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, very nice. And do I have this right? Your mom and your twin sister wrote the book, yes. which uh, was the impetus for all of this. Is, is that true? 110%. Um, like I said, when we were growing up, we had an elf of our own. And so once the children had grown up, that was you know our family unit, um, my mom was just really kind of down. I mean, she was in that stage of life where you've been a really active parent and you've been involved in everything. And now your kids are gone and they've got families of their own and lives of their own. And she was just trying to figure out what that next chapter would be. And she sat down with my sister. Both of them are former school teachers. And my sister was like, you know what, mom, why don't we write a book about the elf? And that was the beginning of how the elf on the shelf came to be. They started writing that night. Then over time, they were able to develop it into a story. We got an illustrator that was here locally and a a family friend. And that's the root of this. You know, we tried the traditional route. We took the Elf on the Shelf to every publisher, every single one, big, small, and in between. And none of them told us that it would be successful. Wait, what what did they say? Yeah, they said we weren't famous. They said children don't like rhyming books. We actually have a letter we received that said it was destined for the damaged goods bin and there would be no success for this item in the market. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. This is great. So who eventually published your book and then how long did it take for it to become a success? Both on the the book list, but but also, you know, as um, I I don't know how to put it. a toy related, a consumer product. Yeah, a consumer product. So interestingly enough, no one ever published it. We published it ourselves. So the Lumistella company, which is our company, uh, does everything. So we continue to work with Santa to get elves all over the world. We continue to put out the elf pets and the elf mates. All the consumer products come directly from us. And then we do have licensing partners for those goods that really don't make sense for us. You know, food goods, um, pajamas, for instance, bedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work very closely with those partners on, on that. And from a timing standpoint, in 2005, when we first launched, there wasn't anyone that believed in us except for ourselves. <laughs> that was it. Uh, you know, we had no money. We had no resources. There wasn't some big backer. This was just a group of people who believed in something, had a great idea, wanted to share their family tradition with other families. 
And that really is how we started. And so that's how we've grown. You know, all of this has been organic and it's been a struggle along the way. Like I said, you know, it's not like banks want to invest in elves and printed books with people with no name in their background. So it's really a a really modern, modern day success story, what we've been able to accomplish and the types of partnerships we have now. Sometimes I just pinch myself with how blessed we are and, and how appreciative I am that so many people love these traditions. Family and female led. What um, have have any publishers or banks or business partners approached you since and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, we we missed this really great idea. Can we now get on board?" Yeah, we work with pretty much every major book um, store and retailer in the country. Um, you know, there have definitely been moments we've never been able to actually get face to face with the person that I know turned us down, that we're aware of. No one's no one's admitted it at this point that they were the human being behind the corporate decision. But <laughs> I, I feel sometimes like that scene in Pretty Woman when she's like, big mistake, big mistake. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to find this person. How can I know, we help I you? I would love that. Let's track down the person who will own up to rejecting the elf on the shelf and telling us they didn't want it. I would love that. (laughs) This is, it's your nanny cam. It's your bribery. It's your magical Christmas tradition. It's parents' uh, uh, humor and laughter. The kids are scared. It helps them also. I mean, this is everything (laughs) to everybody every year. I actually totally forgot about the elf on the shelf this year. And my daughter was like, Mom, where's the elf? When's he coming? So he was a little bit late from the North Pole, but he arrived. I had to find him. (laughs) Sometimes they get caught up, you know, weather emergencies and, you know, sometimes Santa needs them for an extra assignment. You never know. It actually helped me because um, the same day the elf um, came down from the North Pole, um, my children looked under. We never go in our living room. Um, Mm -hmm. So I put I put their gifts under that couch and they found them. I I didn't think they'd look and they did. So it helped me to say, oh, the elf had to help Santa because of covid Bring some mm-hmm. presents early. You're not supposed to look. The elf is going to get very mad. But it just helped the whole conversation about the found Christmas gifts. I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad that your elf was right on the spot. What is your elf's name, by the way? We don't have an – in talking to you, and you, you told me that it was Fisby growing up, I never even thought of giving the elf a name. I think we'll do that tonight. I think Ooh, that yeah. my kids are just going to say the elf. I know them. They're kind of boring with that. <laughs> I've heard some cool names. We've got uh, Cheerio McFruitlepuff was one of my favorites. Oh, I've heard. okay. Yeah. Cheerio so McFruitlepuff. I'm, in the meantime, speaking of Cheerio, I'm going to look out for your cereal because I think that's brilliant. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You'll have to let me know what you think of it. Absolutely. If it's sweet, we're going to love it. <laughs> Krista, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations. What a story. You, I, I'm... I'm blown away. I didn't know all those details, and uh, your honesty is incredible. Thank you so much. It's great talking to you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All the good stuff this season represents. Back at you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. 
Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.